0: Guys. welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneur's Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Bidell, and on today's episode, we are talking about the three things that need to happen in order for you to get proof for your product or service. And these are not going to be things that you've heard before. I will talk about the most common answers out there and why I don't think they're the best way to look at things. And if you can... Uh, get a yes to the three questions I'm about to tell you to either a physical or a digital product and most services out there would apply to this. These are the real tests out there to see if you have a a product that you can scale and that is also going to sell long-term. It really comes down to this. The first one is, have you sold it to someone who is not friends or family at all? So you've got your marketing in place, maybe you've been posting it on Instagram, you posted on Etsy, Amazon, you've made some blogs about it, wherever you've placed it online, someone that you've never met before bought it at all, that is the first test because the chances that you found the only person in the world who was going to also buy it given the same information is next to nothing. People aren't that different with how they buy things. We have very universal problems. We have different budgets that we spend to uh, fix those problems. And people in all these different categories of life, they spend more in some areas and less in others, Uh, regardless of how much money they make. Everyone's got that thing that they spend a little bit more money on. So, like, everyone buys things, um, you know, within some certain rules but they're really not that different so the fact that someone saw your marketing and bought you know now that your product exists in the world to some degree whether that's going to be a million dollars a year or more or it's going to be you sell seven thousand dollars of this product a year it is somewhere on that range but it exists in this world to some degree so congratulations because that really is the one of the biggest barriers to pass And the reason why, I'm going to backtrack for a second here. The reason why that is a better first barrier to pass than survey data is because survey data lies. And I'll give you an example with my first invention, which was an aquarium smart feeder. And we put out a survey saying, would you be interested in a fish feeder that connects to your Amazon Echo and you can schedule auto feedings with it from an app? and it lights up cool and it's going to be probably over $100 would you be interested in we had probably over 80 or 90% of people say yes i would be interested in in purchasing that and they said all the features that they liked and all the problems that they had with competitor um you know products and everything was matching up with the survey. And even when we asked them, what would be the most you'd pay something for something like this? We were getting a lot of 40s and 60s, but we were getting plenty over 100. And we probably did 100 to 200 surveys. And the reason why they lie is, one, in this situation where you're saying, hey, like, enter our survey and we'll give you a, a chance at a free gift card, which is how we were doing it. They're just kind of incentivized to be nice to you, right? And just to tell you, like, I'd be interested in that. And it's just a whole other thing for them to actually pull out their wallet and make a purchase. And that's why survey data is very prone to lying to you um, because people don't, always know why they buy things or how they buy things they're just saying like yeah that sounds cool like that's probably worth this it would be cool to have but uh, between that and paying my rent this month uh, i'm going to pay my rent or between that and buying whatever other thing that i've been looking at because they have a finite amount of money like the chances that you become that next thing that they buy is a completely different thing so that's why survey data is not a good test for if you have a good product. And selling to friends and family doesn't mean anything, which is why you have to get a sale outside of it to pass the first barrier. The second barrier is, do people buy it the same day they hear about it? And the reason why this is a barrier that is necessary to pass is because this is the difference of if you're going to be able to scale it to a high level by running advertising on multiple different platforms. You can maybe get away with running Amazon PPC profitably, but you can't run Facebook ads profitably is what that might look like. A product that people, like they need to be on an Amazon shopping website to buy it the day they hear about it. So there's kind of different uh, levels to this too. You're like, yeah, if they see it on Amazon, they'll buy it same day. If they see it on Facebook, they usually follow me for a while before they make a purchase. And again, this goes to digital education products. I... Uh, The reason why YouTube is more important for someone in my line of work is because people who hear about me on YouTube buy the same day they hear about me, and people who listen to my audio podcast usually listen to me for anywhere from three months to three years before they buy something, and it's because of your intent when you found me. When you found me on the podcast, you likely typed in social media marketing or Instagram marketing. And then you found my podcast and then you just started listening to episodes. If you found me on YouTube and you typed in how to run an Instagram giveaway or how to run Instagram ads and then you found one of my videos there that matches up with it and then I teach you about it and then I offer you a phone call, that person who's like, I need to learn how to run Instagram ads today is ready to buy that day versus someone who's like, eh, let me give some Instagram marketing tips, right? Makes sense. But that's why you have to learn of what sales channels you have, which ones of these get sales the same day they hear about me because that is where you're going to be able to scale. That is where you're going to be able to put just more time or more money in to that avenue of sales to have the quickest impact on your sales. So that's usually the thing that you want to spend the most time on. And uh, yeah, the more channels that you can do so, The more you have a product that really scales quickly so a lot of this is your product itself and then parts of it might be your offer with it maybe you have an e-commerce product that when you were just trying to say buy two for 25 it didn't work but when you said get your first item free just cover the shipping and we'll send it to you and you charged 9 or 10 bucks for the shipping and then you know the product was free even though it's just kind of you know part of your sales funnel to charge for the shipping more than it probably costs you and maybe you make cost back but then you have like all these upsells like it it can be a situation like that that ultimately is how you are able to get sales the same day people hear about you profitably so there there's you know a, a lot of levels to this of how to influence this to happen. You can't just be like, "Yeah, I ran a basic Facebook ad where I just like described the product in the captions and people weren't buying it." That would not at all be a test that would get you conclusive data on the second question. You can't just run a very basic ad without layers to the how the advertising campaign works with like retargeting and you know, multiple different ad ad angles. Like, there's a level to which you would really have to test this to see, can we get sales the same day people hear about us? But if that is a factor for you, wherever that is a factor for you online is going to be where you scale. Um, And if you can't say yes to question two, which is, can you get sales the same day people hear about this offer? But you can say yes to question one, have I sold it outside my friends and family? then that means you probably have a product that exists just with organic marketing. Uh, So paid advertising will be very limited for what you can do. And maybe you just have it listed on Amazon and you don't run PPC ads to it. You just kind of let it sit there. And when people type in whatever your thing is, they buy it. But that's all that works. Then there you go. You won't have uh, nearly as high of an upside, but it still is cool because if you can uh, launch a product that at least passes the first barrier, then you'll be able to just you know make some Google SEO listings around it um, and and just SEO optimize it. Maybe you, you post on Facebook and Instagram about it every once in a while. And then you'll just be getting some sales and you don't have the advertising costs going on. So you'll have a, a business that is like you're collecting profit on all of your sales at least. Uh, it just might not be the most exciting revenue. And then the third barrier is do people come back and buy it again are there reorders this is that third real test of you know if you sell coaching and then someone coaches with you and then they come back and buy more coaching you have a coaching business and same with the products because if you don't you have a turn and burn uh, business, I guess. Like, I, it's hard to even call it a business, just because it's going to be really difficult. And it's it's not a scam either necessarily, but for whatever reason, the value that you are providing people is not matching up to your promise, and your business is not going to be able to make it if you don't pass this third barrier. Um, it probably is the most important for you having a business that will last at all, because. Um, there, there are some products out there that are designed to you know, not really need to be reordered over and over. But even in those situations, you would need to come out with other things to sell these customers. So to give you an example, Cutco knives, they have a forever warranty. So when someone buys a knife set, they're never supposed to buy knives again, right? Because if they break or anything happens to them, they'll replace them for free unless you lose them. And in that situation, it's necessary that this company also has cookware and silverware and other things to sell the customers. Otherwise, if you don't have this opportunity to sell to people again, then it's going to be very difficult for you to last. And this is because... These are the only sales that are 100% profit are customers coming back you back to you that you didn't have to do more paid advertising to acquire them. And um, this is where you're just gonna see bigger and bigger sales numbers every year is because every year you add on to your base of past customers and then new marketing attracts new customers and all of that just keeps adding on and adding on. And because you are getting these reorders, this will a lot of times be the difference of whether you can say yes to question two or not um Uh, of can you run can you sell it to people the day they hear about it profitably right is probably how i should have said that before maybe you say all right it costs 50 bucks of advertising on average to acquire a client it gives us on average 40 dollars profit on their first purchase but because they're so likely to rebuy we can make that trade and just know that our product is so good people rebuy it at this rate we have the hard data to see that they come back so yeah we can take a loss on the first order because we know it will still be profitable in the end so these reorders are really the difference uh, between you doing like over uh, six figures in a year you couldn't you probably couldn't do it without that unless you have a business that like you just get a ton of sales in like one or two years and then it's just like not even a thing anymore like think fidget spinners like no they don't they don't come back you know they they buy it the day they see it that's for sure it somehow solves the problem and they're all buying it and then yeah like they all were like kind of over it after that and then they don't rebuy so that's how you have products like that right that match up with the first two but they don't have the third one is you have a trendy product one that is just going to sell a ton over maybe six months and then uh, hardly be a thing after that so test out those three things and have your initial actions as a business to figure out those three things as quick as possible if you say all right my first goal as a company that has just come out with this new invention Uh, whether it be digital or physical, you say, all right, I just got to get past the first barrier before I do too much work. Don't build on your Instagram forever. Don't just do all these posts on your Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and do all this stuff to your website and make your logo as awesome as you can. And just do all these things to avoid, can I sell... It to someone who is not my friends or family and just like what's the quickest way to like try to just get it out there to like can I just list it on Amazon if it's a product can I just um you know st- start DMing people on Instagram seeing if I can sell it to them and just see like even if you can um give it away for free it would be like a, a half of a step on the way there. Like, can I get people to want it for free? Um, which is why a lot of times I do giveaways to test products at the beginning. Cause it's an even lower barrier to see if you can get them to spend money on it, even though you try to sell them at the end. Um, but try to design your actions. Like, look, don't over invest time into your business. Uh, when, You're avoiding just, can I sell this to outside of my friends or family? And like, what's the quickest way to test this? Even if you like go to the farmer's market and just like buy one day at your local farmer's market and set up with the most ghetto table and uh, just like be like, can I just sell one of these things (laughs) and just try to get um, past that barrier and be like, okay, cool. Like if you get past that barrier, then like go for it. Open the floodgates and start posting everywhere and start to figure out. Uh, exactly to what degree your offer belongs in this world thank you for listening folks share this with a friend review it all that good stuff and i will talk to you uh, either next monday or beforehand